0: In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The CIA secretly funded the medical experiments through a front in New York City called, of all things, the Society for the Protection of Human Ecology. There's a lot of misinformation, disinformation, and outright lies. We have some problems
1: over here right now. We might have a hijack over here, too. This is a Conspiracy
2: Indoctrination Program. Cohen.pro. In this broadcast, we will be examining the strange, deranged, unexplained, and unsolved. Some topics will be rooted in conspiracy, others shrouded in mystery. Connections will be made, and agendas exposed. So prepare your mind, because the indoctrination begins now. Three, two, one.
1: <laughs> and we're live. <laughs> we're live.
2: Welcome back, everybody, to the Conspiracy Indoctrination Program, Co Pro. You're listening to episode 29. <whistles> <laughs> oh, I was trying to beat you to it. I'm your host, co host, Jake. Jake. I guess I'm Pruitt. No, you're supposed to be Jake. As everybody, oh, Jake, a Jake, Jake. Everybody's a everybody's Jake. Everybody's a Jake. Jake. Jake, 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 triple Jake. All Jakes in the house tonight. Luke's gone. <laughs> we finally got rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the F word. Finally got rid of that meat sack. <laughs> uh, oh. uh, tonight, the flavor is lemon wa- or sorry, lime watermelon. Aha. Uh-huh. Take on Jake. Take on Lime watermelon. then. Ah, that's good, yeah. Episode 29. We're back at you this week. Episode 29 is brought to you by Jiu-Jitsu Mitch, who bought me us three bags of meat sticks. And tonight we are partaking in the old trapper. Jalapeno. jalapeno, Boom. It's pretty good. These ones are damn good. Thanks, Mitch. Yep. Thanks for your support. Those are tasty. Yep, they're pretty good. Um, I like them. By the way, apparently when I was talking about the Old Trappers the last time. Deli sticks? Yep. One of the uh, other listeners hit me up and was like, dude, you sold me on Old Trapper. Like, I need to go buy some right now. I'm like, old tea yeah, dog. dude, you do. And then then, he texts me from the store and tells me that they were too expensive, so he went with, like, Jackson Weeks. No, nah, it was worse than that, dude. It was, like, Slim Jim. It was, like, Oscar Mayer. Yeah, Slim Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. I'm like, bro, really? See,
0: Old T. Sp- an extra three bucks is all you got to spend. Old T, their pepperoni sticks are superior yeah. to any other pepperoni stick, but mm-hmm. they're hard to come by.
2: Yep. I'll tell you what, the uh, the beef section is still looking pretty good at the store, meaning the meat stick section. But I have a feeling, man, it's going to start thinning out. We better pick up some extras. Yep. Yeah. The prices are only going up. Folks. Yep. So anybody that wants to contribute to the meat stick fund, <laughs> info.coin.pro at yahoo.com, all meat sticks are welcome. All, all meat sticks are it's, created equal. Especially the high-end stuff, Werner, <laughs> uh, Tillamook, Oregon. Jake got me some of those, and they are the bomb. That's Just good. take a picture of some cash,
0: email it to us, <laughs> and yep. we'll take it to the so store. That'll work. Yep. <laughs> it's all good. Bitcoin,
2: dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep, we'll take Bitcoin, we'll take um, crypto, any forms of crypto, and meat sticks. We got our own version of uh, crypto
0: it's just a picture of money is this cool does yeah. this work <laughs> i've done
2: that with uh coupons before and sometimes it, sometimes <laughs> it works sometimes the cashier's like yeah sure it'll work Just like when we tried to have taco bell delivered at k-town yeah and they said no you know what we were damn fools then because that was in 98 yeah and we were basically trying uber eats before it was a thing i know
0: isn't that fucking crazy dude what? Uh, so,
2: yeah, we're sitting here, right? <laughs> I know we could we're have idiots. been millionaires, dude.
0: <laughs> millionaires, it's because we had to go to math in the workplace. We
2: could have been friends with Elon. I know we could and have been rubbing elbows, Jeff Bezos, Bill. We could have been we could I have mean, been buds with these guys. We could have
0: owned all of Montana. Gosh, also. Dang, dude. yeah dude, we screwed up. Yeah. We, we fucked it up. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I know. Do you remember that story like years ago? This guy got a a ticket for running a red light in the mail with a picture of it. Oh, okay. So he took this. a picture of the money and sent it back.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep, there we go. Same thing. So okay, factor you go. Here you go. Match set or what is what what is it? Set match. Uh, well. That tennis or something? Yeah, something like that. You know, spike ball. It's probably the same. Thing. This is true. <clears throat> Speaking of spike ball, <clears throat> um, I'm sitting across from one spike ball loser <laughs> and one spike ball winner. Uh, Luke and I were spike ball reigning champions until my brother and sister showed up and uh, took that crown from us. Yeah, you guys
0: got your asses
2: kicked. Well, I watched it. This was To be said, this was Luke and Jake's first experience playing spike ball. Yes. Unfortunately, I was undefeated up until I took that (laughs) person on my team. I was reigning for at least three years as the (laughs) spike ball champion. You fucked it up, man. Big time. (laughs) Um, But no, you guys were pretty good. Who are you guys talking to? Luke isn't here. (laughs) Yeah. Pruitt Pruitt jacked it all up. But it was... uh, it was a lot of fun. You guys actually did pretty good, but I'll tell you what. Mitch, that dude's like a phenom. Mm-hmm. Like he a does. damn octopus. He had like eight arms. I was like, "What? The, where the hell did this come from? That's some shit. His first time playing spike ball, and he's like just wrecking everybody.
0: I watched it. I watched it all happen. Yeah. I watched my rise and your guys' rise for a minute.
2: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging, playing with yeah. the boys.
0: I had to bust that out. You I did. thought that was going to be my... Yeah, this is where we go. I yeah. thought that was going to be my shit. No, did, you... It didn't work. Yeah, it you, worked for
2: you guys. Yeah, had Ben on your team. He's always bad luck. Oh, man. Oh, man. Poor Ben. Poor Ben. He supported me, though. So, sorry about last week, everybody. I missed last week. Um, unfortunately, I had, to, I had to put my old boy down. My oldest dog it was uh, pretty tough. And so... I was glad, though, that everybody got to come over and, you know, see him one last time at, at the the get-together. and. But uh, I held him for quite some time. The enforcer um, was really thankful that you and your wife were tending to him and, you know, holding him. And she said she got, you know, pretty choked up a couple times looking outside. And, you know, he was always being held by you or your wife. And that was pretty cool. He's a... He's definitely missed. I didn't, I've never had to put a dog down before. Sucks. Little things that you don't think about are the things that set me off. Like I don't, you know, it's been getting better every day, but uh, because I'm about a week out, but it was little things like the things that I didn't expect, like throwing away his dog food. Like that was really Mm -hmm. hard, you know, like getting his uh, safety harness out of my, out of the car seat of my car, like, and retiring like that was really hard mm-hmm. driving by pl- places like eagle island was like really hard because it was like you know i had so many memories there taking him there and mm-hmm. it was so just a little things like that that you never think about that were just super super painful to relive but sucks dude yeah it was a it was a bummer so i apologized to everybody i had to miss it because it was it was going to be what we ended up putting him down the night that we normally record so um. so there's that and then um, elephant in the room guys we got a bad review <laughs> <laughs> I
0: thought you were talking about me oh yeah, Ooh, yeah. Fucking Luke to the he's right here
2: he's elephant in the room Luke's here <laughs> yeah we got one we got a bad it's review funny. and the person was a total dick about it <laughs> like, like really clearly
0: did. never listened to oh that. my
2: gosh <laughs> They called it they titled it maga meltdown. Maga mind bend I thought. Oh yeah, that's right, Ma- maga mind bend or something like that. Cuz we're we are mind Magas. warp. Mind warp. That's yeah. Right. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> uh, like, timeout, dude. Okay. X13B458. You you got to you got to leave a bad review with that as your little stage name, like, come on. Like, be real. Put your name on there. Yeah. You know? If you're gonna if you're gonna say something bad, and like put your name on there. Don't be afraid. But the
0: fact that <laughs> they just said all this shit and clearly have never listened to
2: it. Yeah, I was like, dude, first of all, I'm pretty sure that I've said some things about Trump that I don't really care for him. So how are we all of a sudden MAGA? Yeah. Yeah. And then what else did they say? Something about um
0: oh if if you mix a cult into it that makes you qAnon or something mm. like that mm. or some bullshit yeah. like yeah, that yeah like, which we've I've already never got... even
2: read anything to yeah. do with qAnon and we've already <laughs> clearly stated that qAnon was a psyop yep so definitely uh, we got trolled by a lefty everybody oh. and that if you don't talk about vietnam in this stuff oh probably.
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah. yeah yeah
2: i forgot but, uh, we I, did a we did a bunch of episodes about mind control in the 60s but we didn't talk about vietnam so therefore we're an illegitimate podcast yeah. so and we're trump supporters yeah i'm just like hmm.
0: i support no none of those fucking people they're all yeah. garbage
2: pretty much <clears throat> so and you know i like come on man x13 b458 like come on was that the name? Yeah, yeah. Like we know that's not your gender neutral non-binary <laughs> it just a partners, you know, uh, you know, bra size like and it ain't a tire size, dude. Come on. We know that it's a math equation. We know that that is a uh binary 45. It was ridiculous. Boom. We know. It was Maybe that guy is the MAGA because of 45 probably yeah drain the swamp fool come on we're yep. waiting <laughs> we're sitting here with our MAGA hats waiting for the Trump to, the, yeah the Trump waiting for the swamp
1: here we are
2: waiting for the swamp to get drained but so yeah that's funny bag of meat sticks to whoever figures out that person's <laughs> real name <laughs> X13 B45 8 go <laughs> You know, it, to be to be totally honest, it made me want to pull the show off of Apple only because, like I was telling some guys at work, it pisses me off that <clears throat> you can you can say whatever you want, and then there's no way to like do a rebuttal like, "Hey, dude, like, why don't you go back and listen to the other shows? Like, you well, the stuff you're saying is not true, or like, we're not Trump supporters." Mm-hmm. Okay, so I do like the fact that spotify allows you to rate but you have to have listened to over three episodes three to five episodes before you can rate and then it's only rated by how many stars you give it and then so because i looked at a couple of the uh, occult rejects and then william ramsey and you know most people will say good things and then you have like one or two trolls that are just out there that just say That's a bunch of yeah they just say mm-hmm. a bunch of bad stuff um which isn't even true like especially the stuff that was said about William Ramsey's like dude, really? Mm. Like the guy's got more legal degrees than you know, your mama. You 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 <laughs> and your mom's basement. <laughs> so it anyway. was funny though. It was kind of funny because it was clearly nobody. It was just a, dude. It. it was just a <laughs> it was a complete lefty troll going after yeah. us. Total Either, new ager too, man. Either you know that or got young saw like. Oh,
0: this podcast has a good reading. I'm going to tank it. Yeah.
2: Thanks, dude. Yeah, what was it, the age of something that they were talking yeah, about? Yeah, Kali Yunga or something Something to do with Hinduism. Okay, okay dog. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, dude. It's probably because we like to eat meat sticks and they worship cows, so. Could be. Maybe they're mad. Easy. I don't know. Easy. Uh, In other news, we got another uh, cross-cast coming up here pretty soon. Yeah. We're going to do another one with Lux Rising. He's from uh, one of the co-hosts from The Occult Rejects. So kind of hit it off with him and plan it on in the next two weeks or so doing a cross-cast and talking pretty much just about hardcore music. So I will make sure that I... asterisk that one. So if anybody's only about conspiracy theories and doesn't want to hear us BS about music, you can just skip that one. But it's good shit. Those yep. dudes were cool. Yeah, yeah, they were cool, dude. Cool dudes. And then uh, there was some talk about maybe being able to go back on the occult rejects in the future and talk about some stuff. So hopefully that happens. Um and then the last thing that I have to say is I am no longer a poor Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I now dun, 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 am dun, the dunner. owner of a garage fridge slash freezer, which is a freezer. So.
1: <laughs>
2: Suck on that! <laughs>
0: I know you sent that picture, and I had to explain to my wife the whole thing. I was like. You finally made it. I'm there, dude.
2: (laughs) So, and just so everybody out there knows, the enforcer even liked it so much that she was like, dude, buy another one so we can have a fridge. So now we're going to have a fridge and a freezer, dude. Let's see here. So, double rich. We got a fridge and a freezer, fridge and a freezer, plus a mini. Okay, well, so So. basically what you're saying is I need to get a mini, and then I'm good. Step it up, dog. But welcome to the club. Yep.
0: Luke's only got the freezer. Yep. And it's not in the garage. Yeah. In the back room. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) My garage is not. Well, if we get
2: a new fridge, do you want (laughs) ours? (laughs) No. Okay. I had to use his poor ass to move it, too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, hey, this thing ain't going to fit in my car. Why don't you bring your poor ass over here and move my new freezer? Check it out. Look what I got. Yeah, take that. Yeah, he texted
0: and I was like, I don't know if that thing's going to fit in the Camaro, but.
2: (laughs) I was like, oh, dude, he got rid of the Cholo Mobile. (laughs) Well. Having trouble over there?
0: Well, I was choking on a piece of ice because you guys are just finally in the club and we would have let you die
2: <laughs> and maybe staged it to look like an auto erotic scene. <laughs> that'd be that's like the to third, out, one, third one we would have done at least given my <sighs> guitar mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> okay because i'm just trying to impress you guys with these guitars in here
2: yeah yeah well <laughs> that's another thing that jake and luke just realized is that they wasted all of their 20s and early 30s on uh, trying to impress other straight men with their hardcore riffs. Yep. (laughs) According to Loud Magazine. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: interesting. Mm -hmm. It's like, read that thing, like,
1: (laughs) that didn't cross (laughs) my mind out. Never.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do these dust covered guitars impress you? Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. On to the show. Um, in the news this week, a couple things happened. Uh, Russia just maybe launched a tsunami wave torpedo submarine. Something called the the Poseidon torpedo. I guess this thing was docked somewhere in the Arctic. Is this one that disappeared? Yeah, the one that disappeared. Nobody knows where it's at. And it would do some kind of like an underwater detonation that so would create, long, a, yeah, create a tsunami or something like that to wipe out whoever
0: yeah florida
2: yep so <laughs> pretty sweet yep we may have beachfront property at some point we were supposed to like a long long time ago I remember yeah that. maybe yeah. my property taxes will go up some more that'd be pretty <laughs> cool <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh and then uh north korea launched a missile <coughs> over japan so that flexing on everybody some people think that they were trying to flex on japan some people think that they were trying to see if they could reach us i think they're probably trying to reach us if they're gonna do anything why flex on japan it makes no sense mm-hmm. so kim jong whatever whatever dude
0: beep beep boop boop
2: yep Get a haircut. (laughs) A real haircut, not a square haircut. (laughs) Get a haircut and get a real job. And then uh, news from today. OPEC cut production of oil by 2 million barrels a day. So that's going to be pretty sweet going into the rest of harvest season. So now all of the fuel is going to cost an ass load more. So that means the food that's harvested is going to cost an ass load more. And then the... uh, rest of the fuel that's used for heating people's homes as it starts to get cold is going to be an ass load more,
1: mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> but he's doing Biden's on the case. Yeah. He's, he's going to bring it down. He's on the case guys. Let me
0: see if I can find that headline. All I can think of when I just listened to you rattle all that stuff off was, uh, from Christmas vacation when, Clark gets the fucking eggnog and. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That it is, Edward. <laughs> yeah, the gift that keeps on giving. That it is,
1: Edward.
2: <laughs> Did you find it? I'm still looking. Carry on. Carry on. And then SpaceX launched a five man crew today. The Vulcan. Uh my buddy Jared sent this to me, that it was on the news, that they were launching from 39B at Cape Canaveral at 1138 a.m. today, and that they were going to the International Space Station, which ironically orbits Earth at 322 kilometers above Earth. Mm, skull and bones. Skull oh. and bones. Hmm. Interesting. Weird and another thing is that challenger also launched from 39b at 1138 but then it blew up a minute and 13 seconds later so this one didn't blow up did it this one didn't blow up but you never know mm-hmm. it hasn't re-entered yet we may be watching another uh columbia another ritual who knows that's yeah. just your maga mind dude Why don't yeah. you... you fucking maga motherfucker <laughs> yeah just get your maga mind out of the gutter Get your mug of mind
0: out of the swamp.
2: <laughs> yeah. Drain that
0: crap. <laughs> Did you look that
2: shit up? Jamie? Yeah, Lance like, that. Jamie, shit. we're going to need that.
0: I it's a, it's under it's a different It's fake news. Everybody. It's under a different thing. Now. It's fake news. Biden's, Biden's not disappointed on the case. by Opec decision, but mm. it said that he's going to do whatever he can to bring it down. Mm.
2: He should. Okay. After it's $7 yeah. down to $5. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, Biden, I'm going to be riding a moped. <laughs> No,
0: you'll be using one of those fucking scooter things that they Oh, yeah, the
1: with. birds.
2: Yeah. Cool. The little lime scooters.
1: Cool. Those yeah. are awesome. They're just,
2: like, laying all over, like, trash all over the downtown. <laughs> yeah. like, people just, like, drive them and then just drop them in the middle of the street. What the Heck? hell? Yeah, these, this seems like a pretty reliable thing here. Over in
0: Portland, they were, uh, after those things came out, um, they all had, like, trackers on them. <clears throat> And they were missing like a hundred and something of them, and they all they found all of them in the river. Yeah, like people just yeah throwing them in the river. That's like, nice of people to yeah use, especially other in property. that area that where everybody's so you know yeah. pollution conscientious green green yeah green conscientious. Jamie found it. He came through. Found it. The White House is reportedly weighing a controversial measure to lower gas prices ahead of
2: midterm elections. Well, that's convenient. Well, yeah. Thank you for that, Biden. You just waited. Yes, we, should, we <laughs> appreciate that. You're real good. You're doing a bang up job, buddy. <laughs> real good job.
0: Bang up. MAGA for, maga <laughs> for maga. life. MAGA. Drain the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> He's magically lowering it from like, what is it, 340 something a gallon? Right, right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wh- yeah, where are you getting yeah. gas? Yeah, where the, so fuck the dollar are you store? Getting <laughs> <gas. Damn>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's,
0: it's like, I just got gas. It's, it's like 425 or yeah, 430 right. something. Yeah, he's, what the he's hell he's are you He's magically talking about? lowering it from 440. To
2: eight forty. Oh duh. You're welcome, America. <laughs> <laughs> but but sir, that's more. No. <laughs> you're welcome. It's the way you look at Don't it. Don't <laughs> talk about my son. Don't to- talk
0: about my son. <laughs> you ever see that one? Where oh yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, here we go, folks. Focus. Focus. <sighs> and you, you
2: guys got anything else on the news? And then it's all bullshit. Nope. On Whether the fake that's, news. Ah, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good, that's good, that's good, that's good. <laughs> all right. So this week we're going to finish off our NASA talk, which is nerds advancing satanic agendas. I'm going to talk specifically today on the moon landing. Probably focus mostly just on Apollo 11, and uh, why, in that, opi- why in our opinion or my opinion. Why I believe that it was a hoax. I don't know what you guys think on it. If it was a hoax, if we really landed or not. Uh
0: I'll I will say I think it did happen, but I don't think it went down like we were told. Mm. That's what I think. So we gotta have Z in the room. Yeah. I'm up in the air on it. Like a lot of this the stuff that we've talked about and that I've watched and since I don't read books, <laughs> <laughs> ain't, ain't too smart. Um, got it to it seems like it doesn't seem like it was legit to me. Yeah. Now, so I'm, here, here we go. This is three different opinions. Yes. So, so how are we? My
2: God! My God! <laughs> <laughs> Train us run. Run five.
0: Uh, but, but we're. We, we get along. We're yeah. good friends. Yeah. But Not really. I'm out of here. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you guys. We're good friends until these mics turn off. Yeah. And then we fight. And then it's the fucking episode. spike ball <laughs> to the death. Battle arena. <laughs> 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 um, it's like a fucking cartoon fight from...
1: Cloud <laughs> of dust yeah, and fists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: See you dudes.
2: next week, motherfuckers. <laughs> I will say on the on the moon landing stuff i am not con- i go back and forth on whether or not we went to the moon after apollo 11 i personally don't think that on apollo 11 we went there i think that that was staged and i think there was reason for them to stage it i think there was plenty of cold war bullshit yep, and all that plenty stuff. of circumstantial evidence yeah. for yeah. them to need and yes. need and want to do it the way that they did it but it Um, needed to be a grandiose thing and blah 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 but i go back and forth on whether or not i think that we went after that the more that i mean sometimes i think yeah we probably did after and then other times when i start looking at some of the other things which i'm going to bring up my personal the big three or four things for me on why it didn't actually happen the way it was said that it went down and then i'm gonna when i think about those things that's when I think to myself like there's no way that we've gone further than the International Space Station which technically is still in the Earth's orbit. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I I kind of go I go back and forth but I lean more towards the we haven't ever actually gone out further than the ISS. Mm-hmm. And I think that the reason why Artemis is trying to do what it's doing is because they're still trying to figure it out get to the moon but that's just my opinion man um so you fucking mega <laughs> queuing on idiot <laughs> <laughs> so talking about apollo 11 specifically uh june 20th 1969 i think was the date if i remember right off the top of my head um there was a lot of talk about it being faked and that it was filmed in a set. There's talk about people saying that it was Area 51 is where they filmed it. Some people say Lookout Mountain Air Force Base in the Laurel Canyon is where it's they filmed Stanley it. Stanley Kubrick that did it. And that Stanley Kubrick did it. And uh, maybe they did it in a film studio in the UK. And that's why after Stanley helped direct it, that he went in and became a hermit and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I'm not convinced on any of those things. I think that if it did happen, I'm gonna bring some evidence out a little later that aligns a little bit more with my thinking on where it happened. But then again, that's just that's just me. Like you said, you've got a different opinion and Pruitt's he's just <laughs> <laughs> breathing our air. <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah, Whatever. Take it away, <laughs> Dick. <laughs>
1: Just breathing by the way, I'm going to need your help next weekend with my other fridge. <laughs> my other
2: garage fridge is going to need to be picked up at Home yeah. Depot. Go fuck yourself, bud. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, Lux was uh, completely right about the Home Depot bathrooms. Pristine. Pristine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, don't do that on the carpet. I have to clean that shit.
1: <laughs> God damn! <laughs> never gave you money.
2: <laughs> oh, that was good shit. <laughs> now I'm gonna die from pneumonia, mm-hmm. lime watermelon pneumonia. <laughs> Thank you. Uh huh. Luke, take it away.
1: Your funeral will
2: play.
0: Take on Jake. <laughs>
1: sue those dad. guys.
0: Yep, time to sue. Aha. Uh-huh. Yep, those bastards. Those MAGA bastards. <laughs> you're a MAGA. You're a MAGA. You're a MAGA.
2: <laughs> if they weren't so damn QAnon'd up, I would. <laughs> I better not even try Yeah, to do don't it, do yeah. it. Don't do You'll it. You'll have peach tea in your nose. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> All right. Anyway, back to Apollo 11. Luke's got some stuff that uh, <coughs> I think helps confirm that maybe this whole thing was staged.
0: So um, Apollo 11, I just went back and kind of looked at the launch times and the landing times and where they landed on the moon, like coordinate-wise and so it launched um at and these are all these times are in the universal time code i think it's called utc dog utc um so it launched at 1332 twice the evil so 666 times mm, 2 got 1332 records Thirty-three right in the middle of it uh landed at 2017 at tranquility base um, 0.67 degrees north and 23.4 degrees east, so there's that. Cool. Apollo 12, um, it landed, it's kind of like inverted from where Apollo 11 landed, it was 23 degrees east, so the first one landed or er, west, so they went from. East to West on that <clears throat> in between those two landing sites, um, we talked about the Apollo 13. That was the one that the mission failed in that launched the day after the last day of the feast for the writing of the book of the law.
1: Hmm. Um,
2: yeah,
0: <clears throat> Apollo 14, um, it landed at, uh, 17.47 degrees West. And 17 represents. uh, Like. Chaos? The Beast and Chaos. Okay. From what I've heard from uh, Lux and and Y. Hmm. Apollo 15, that one launched at 1334. So. um, All those numbers added up as an
2: 11. But they were probably trying to launch early and then had some kind of a weather delay or firing delay the rocket didn't fire off
1: and
0: and then it landed at 22.16 which all that added up as an 11 (laughs) and then um the coordinates it landed out 26.13 north and 6.339 east um Apollo 16. This one I thought was pretty weird, um, and I think we'll touch on it in uh, Jake's part of this. When it landed, it or it landed at zero two two three UTC um, in Descartes Highlands. And so whenever I think of Highlands from Uncle Dan mm-hmm. and all of his Scottish stuff, Highlander dog. Yep. And then the 223 is the 322 <coughs> backward, <coughs> skull and bones, mason, shit. Bones, scones. Yep. Mm, and skeletons. then Apollo 17, it launched at 0533. And um, its easterly coordinates were 30.7717 east. 533. So being that and the 33 in
1: there
0: mm. so and then between uh, apollo 12 and apollo 17 the landing sites were moving from uh west to the east so kind of like uh wasn't that
2: the school shooter uh, uh starting in the west and yeah, moving east yeah. <laughs> yeah so which everything in the mystery schools faces back to the east yep so, hmm. that was kind of
0: the, the stuff I thought was interesting,
2: but again, I'm queuing on. Yeah, <laughs> queuing on. Bastard. Well, the, these are the just the locations that they landed that you were just talking about, so just showing a diagram here that's on the moon. Right. Doesn't that kind of look like an, inter, yeah, an inverted pentagram? Yep. Or a pentagram laying on its side? Mm-hmm. Pentacle is straight up pentagram is inverted. Yeah, but it looks like it's just laying on its side a little bit. Like No, yeah. Right? To me it looks more like a pentagram to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of a little strange there. Yeah. Pretty weird. Hail Satan dog. Yeah.
0: Um
2: so one of the things that
0: you should have those beasts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um
2: like I said I kind of go back and forth, but there's a lot of the things that I look at on the landing side of it, the moon landing side of it, and everything around it that just doesn't really add up to me. The first thing that I'll say that will just piggyback off of what Luke was saying is um, on the Mason side of it, Buzz Aldrin was a Freemason.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I found this on the Scottish Rite of Freemasonry's website. It's a blog of theirs, and it's entitled To the Moon and Back with Buzz Aldrin. And this was written on September 20th, 2018. And I was just—it's pretty short. I was just going to read it, read through it, but it just says, um, "Outer space conjures up a sense of mystery and the awe Einstein references. Excitement looking up at the starry night—we are often met with the feeling that only can be described as a mix of wonder. The simple act of looking up reminds us that there is something bigger than the tiny space we currently take up in the world. Many of us remember that special day on July twentieth, nineteen sixty-nine, when our feelings of awe." Were palpable as neil armstrong and buzz aldrin took small steps uh, for man and giant leaps for mankind and then it says the historic apollo 11 tour went down in world history and will always be known as the most important space mission of all time the moonwalk was spectacularly important for nasa science and society as a whole in addition the trip to the moon was also important for freemasonry why because the Apollo 11 mission to the moon was piloted by none other than Aldrin Buzz Aldrin, an active Freemason. You might know him as the first man, uh, one of the first men on the moon, but we know him as the first Mason on the moon. Brother Edwin Eugene Buzz Aldrin Jr. was an active member and is a member of the Clear Creek Lodge Number 1417, AFAM in Seabrook, Texas. He was born January 20th, 1930, in Glen Ridge, New Glen Ridge, New Jersey, and attended U.S. Military Academy, West Point, graduating third in his class in 1951. Brother Aldrin later went on to receive a Ph.D. in aeronautics from MIT in 1963. He served in the Korean War and is credited with two enemy fighter kills during his tour. Brother Aldrin was initiated into Freemasonry at Oak Park Lodge Number 864 in Alabama and raised at... Lawrence N. Greenleaf, Lodge No. 169 in Colorado. He's also a member of York Rite and Arabia Shrine, Temple of Houston. Shooting for the moon. On the crest of the Apollo 11 mission to the moon, the Grand Master of Texas approved Brother Aldrin's request to open a representation of the Grand Lodge of Texas on the moon and thereby establish Masonic territorial jurisdiction there. He also asked Buzz to carry a special deputation on his journey. Aldrin signed his deputation and confirmed that it was indeed carried to the moon. Aldrin also carried a handmade silk masonic flag with him on his space journey, embroidered with the words, Supreme Council, 33 degrees, Southern Jurisdiction, USA. After his mission on September 16, 1969, Brother Aldrin visited the home of the Temple of, in Washington, D.C. and presented the flag to Grand Commander Luther Smith. The flag is now located in the archives of the House of the Temple. It's no secret that there are a number of Masonic astronauts and the question has been posed, why are so many astronauts Masons? And what did the first moonwalk have to do with Masonry? The answer boils down to one simple word, progress. Freemasons have always been on the cutting edge of new advancements and behind the development of impactful breakthroughs and innovations. If the goal is to spread light wherever we go, then why not spread light past Earth's boundaries and into the darkest places we can reach? Brother Aldrin did just that, proving the point that when man reaches new worlds, masonry will be there. And then uh, just talks about check back um, other things, but I found that today and thought that was pretty interesting. Stuff, yeah. Considering so a they, lot of these numbers seem to be revolving around they're
0: Mason numbers. They're doing this shit, like they're going to all these new worlds and they're going to come across some aliens and shit. Join our group, yep. gonna... <laughs> what? yeah.
2: What? <laughs> yeah. Cool. What kind of handshake is that? Yeah, good yeah. job, man. Good on you. So, nope. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, it. Like I said, it kind of goes off of that whole. Thing that we went off where we talked about with skiba and that came up in bill bill uh cooper's stuff where he talked about the you know the enterprise for the new atlantis mm-hmm. um so yeah the m- reason why i really dude what's Jeez, up you just ruined the podcast <laughs> gulp gulp. my gulp. work here is done <laughs> <laughs> uh, no it's not Eat a couple more beef sticks <laughs> Mud butt. <laughs> um, there's like I said, for me, there's a couple different reasons that I just can't wrap my mind around thinking that we actually were able to go to the moon, and that if the number one thing for me is the temperatures, temperatures in space in the moon, I don't see how humans could actually withstand th- those temperatures. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe there's some technology that they had in the lunar modules or whatever in their space flight. But looking at those spacecraft, like that's a lot of, there's not a lot of space there to be putting like, you know, heaters and things like that. It's like, how, how was this, how was this heated? Like space is negative 454.81 degrees Fahrenheit. Not that cold. Yeah. It's easy. The moon surface temperatures on Apollo 11 during the landing were 200 degrees Fahrenheit. So. Well, if you live here in August. <laughs> yeah, that's like maybe like just a couple degrees more. <laughs> that's fine. But think about space. I mean, negative 454 degrees. Like my freezer, my new freezer, <laughs> is zero degrees. And all of the meat inside of it is frozen solid. You keep it at zero. Huh? You're supposed to. Mm. Duh. Cool. You need to drop well, I, don't, I don't have like a meat freezer. Oh, well right? then. Poor. <laughs> yeah. I have two normal freezers. Why are freezers. you here? How did you get in here? <laughs> two
1: refrigerators and two normal
2: freezers.
0: Uh, and a mini. And a mini. And a mini that's not plugged in
2: probably doesn't even work anymore it it's works. all piled up with guitar crap and you're <laughs> trying to impress you guys. trying to impress us and it doesn't <laughs> are you sure maybe <laughs> if you weren't such a, QAnon MAGA lover, a I'd probably. <laughs> <laughs> but for real i mean i don't i don't know what was warming the module for the crew like and how thick is the insulation on this thing that they're flying through space you know like Mm -hmm. to me that's so uh, I can't even wrap my mind around that like I've been camping before when it's cold I've stayed in the RV when it was like snowing outside and it was still cold in the RV I mean you run the heater and stuff but get close to the windows get close to the door it was cold
0: I just Mm kind of think of like the stuff that you know probably you guys have read too or whatever shit that I read a long time ago that the the technology that like, the government and shit has is, like, decades ahead of what we even know about. True. So, they're just playing it up, you know, doing all this bullshit. But they actually had highly advanced technology way before we got a fucking... Color TV. Color TV or a yeah. touch-tone phone or whatever the fuck. Mm. So True. That's that's part of it to me that's like, eh, well, they, they may have had some Maybe super more advanced high speed shit than space what space heater people in the 60s even yeah. fucking knew about you yeah. know and to and to today to today's technology that we have it's like way far advanced which makes no sense that they couldn't get back there by yeah. this point because they're so because yeah your mm-hmm. phone
2: now has more power than the computer space shuttle yeah that had yeah. that nasa was running off of
1: mm-hmm.
2: so like i you know i mean i guess i can the the temperature stuff like in the actual like flying to the moon i'm like "Eh, okay yeah maybe maybe they had some technology to keep them warm or whatever but it's like electrical equipment doesn't operate really well under extreme temperatures Mm -hmm. you know so it's like they would have to have something pretty substantial to like keep that cabin which is where the guts of the entire operation and all like the electronics and stuff that were like, you know, flight altimeters and all this this stuff that was helping them get where they needed to go. was like, you know, you got to protect all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, car batteries drain super easy in cold weather and extreme hot weather. And so it's just Mm -hmm. like, to me, thinking about like just here on earth, you know, and I'll talk a little bit about some of the, Uh, stuff when i read from this book that happened down in like south uh down in the antarctic and stuff like that but it's just like i don't really see how that's possible to get out there 454 degrees negative
0: yeah because i think it's up in like the northern part of canada when the temperature gets like i don't even know you've been really really cold there not not as cold Yeah. yeah Not as cold as the moon, but... Conspiracy theorist. Like, iron will just break. Yeah. And it's like... "Mm,
2: Yeah, and then everything up there that they're flying is all aluminum and tin... Or not tin, but, like, aluminum and, like, tinfoil and, you know, stuff like Mm -hmm. that. I'm just kind of like, dude, I don't know, man. But the moon moon temps is what is... That really bothers me about it. Because you have a range, right? So... lunar uh like on the lunar equator in the daytime 250 degrees you know as a high temperature and in the lunar night like negative 208 degrees so it's like a huge range temperature wise that they had to plan for right mm-hmm. that their little space outfits had to be prepared for negative 208 to swings. 250 degrees yeah. above Mm -hmm. You know, like Fahrenheit, like that's that's a pretty extreme range of 400 degrees, you know, across the board. Mm -hmm. That's pretty significant. Right. And my my the first thing that I ask is like, well, how did you even know what the temperature was going to be on the moon? If you've never been there before, but you're creating your spacesuits and all that stuff for going there like how do you know do you know it's going to be cold do you know it's going to be hot do you know what the actual atmosphere is going to be like hmm. so if we had never landed a temperature probe or anything there were they just mm-hmm. guessing you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. to me that's like i can't i can't wrap my mind around that like that makes no sense to me yeah they probably
0: passed algebra
2: <laughs> they probably did they probably <laughs> Made it through Mr. Healy's class, <laughs> math and workplace, old hairy back. <laughs> I didn't have him. Oh, you didn't? No, no, I did. I had. I had the next year. That dude had the hairiest back I ever. remember him, though. Yeah. Cool dude. Super cool dude. Was he cool? Yeah, he I was never, really cool. I never talked
0: to him. Yeah. His shirts never fit quite right. Yeah, <laughs> always yeah. like,
2: They're always like, yeah, hunch dog <laughs> because he had some freaking hair on his back. Werewolf, dog. <laughs> dude was a Nephilim. I don't know. That's pretty damn extreme <clears> temperatures. <throat> and when you think about the fact that water boils at 212 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. So dude, I smoked my la- that pulled pork that we had. I smoked that at 200 degrees.
0: That shit was good. Mm-hmm. That's pretty way. Good. good. Good job. FYI, yeah, Thank oh, you good job. listeners, thank good you very job. much. Jake can do some
2: pork grilling. Pork you know what? All you got to do is follow the directions on the app. <laughs> Literally. And have an internal, like, digital probe, beat probe, that's it. But it got done too early, is that what you said? It got done way early because I followed the internet at two pounds an hour, and I had 17 pounds. So I was like, oh, this is going to take me all night and into tomorrow. And then so I started it at, like, midnight, and by 9 a.m. I was like, this got to come off the grill. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to be here for, like, seven hours. <laughs> I'm hungry anyway, so I'm going to take some of this. Yeah, so. But Anyway. 200 degrees man and it cooked that pork like you know pretty damn well for 10 hours Mm -hmm. so I'm just saying like if water boils at 212 degrees and the lunar temperatures that like Neil Armstrong said when he was on the moon was 200 degrees they were 12 degrees away from water boiling Mm -hmm. like how long can you sustain in that environment Yeah, you know because they're walking around with film cameras taking pictures dude film doesn't do very well in high temps yeah right how you say it does we have pictures oh we duh film. <laughs> Maga idiot <laughs> go drain your swamp mother fucker. yeah i don't know film equipment electrical equipment like dude leave your fo- i've I've left my phone in in the car during the summertime and come out and it's like it won't even turn on because it's the temperature is too hot. Mm -hmm. It has to like cool down. Yeah. So how did they know what temperature range to be able to actually plan for if Mm -hmm. they'd never been there before? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, am I wrong? Did they, I, I haven't found anything that said that they landed something prior to the guys getting there. Right. I don't recall anything like that. Because Apollo Eight was the one that they just circled around supposedly, and then Slingshot came back, so they orbited Earth and the Moon came back, and then I can't remember what Apollo Eight and Nine, were. I thought it was something similar, and they were doing docking stuff, and then Eleven was when they actually landed. Mm-hmm. So to me, like just temperature-wise, like I just, I just can't get behind it. Mm-hmm. it just to me, it's just that's too yeah. extreme, dude. And when I start talking about the film here in a little bit like just i just don't see how there's a physical way that it actually Mm -hmm. could have happened that way so second thing for me is uh logistics like the logistics of something like what they did being able to pull that off on the mission first time it just doesn't make any sense to me so um The technology to actually like land on the surface of the moon without crashing. And there was videos weeks, months prior where they were trying to land those lunar modules. And Armstrong had to eject, and they crashed several of them. They couldn't even land them here. And I get it. Like, our gravity supposedly is, you know, different, and it's less gravity there. So maybe it would be like a softer landing or whatever, but... I just don't see how if we had not landed anything prior to that, we're going to just land dudes Mm -hmm. for the first time. Just do it all the time. It's fine. Yeah. We got it. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a little. So I don't know. And then the time that they spent on the moon before relaunching and then docking with the, the astronaut that was orbiting the moon, right, that was waiting for him. Like, think about the logistics that that takes timing-wise. Like, that dude's continuing to circle around the moon, right? And you guys are – we're down there. We're doing our thing. We're collecting rocks, taking pictures, jumping, having fun, (laughs) you know, playing golf, whatever it was that they did. Spike ball. Spike ball on the moon. (laughs) And then get back in, get all of the stuff off, and then fly back up. We have to, like, launch back off of the lunar surface. While timing. While timing him coming back around. And then we have to get up there, and then we have to dock back together.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The two ships. Right? Yeah. In order to get back on the craft so that we can slingshot back around the moon and then come back to Earth. Like, just thinking about logistics of that, like, how do you even, like, time something like that with that type of technology?
0: Mm-hmm. Do you remember the s- speed of the guys orbiting?
2: Yeah, it was thirty-three, thirty-three thousand <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> Duh, because that I don't know. That.
0: From what I remember of like the, you know, film and everything, they just shot straight up and Yeah. like trying to dock with somebody going the other way. You know, perpendicular to you, at whatever thousands of miles an hour like yeah they'd have to get up and then kind of start a chase you know
2: yeah exactly that's that to me the, the logistics of doing that on the first time and nobody got lost in space is just like that's a that's a miracle mm-hmm. to me you know yeah uh, i would just i don't know and then the saturn five rocket was a multi-stage rocket Right, that got them off of the Earth's surface and into orbit. So you had three, two to three stages of high, high, you know, jet fuel propulsion mm-hmm. blasting you off of the Earth to get you into space. And then they use this little tiny, you know, tinfoil limb can. and they land. Get out, do their thing, get back on that thing, and then they blast off the Earth, the Moon surface, with no multi-stage yeah. rockets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, like Brand, I'm not, there'd be less not atmosphere, an engineer, but there'd be a little just, bit less
0: atmosphere. Yeah, but still, you'd need a.
2: You would think that you would need some fuel to. Yeah, something to like blast you back up off of there. Not, right? not and, as much
0: as Earth, but you'd still need a lot of. Yeah. And to get up to speed, to catch up to the command module, and yeah, and then and
2: and then at the same time being able to, like you said, kind of like you know cross paths or however you're gonna do it without like Mm -hmm. impact and blowing each other up. Mm -hmm. Like to me, it just you know, I just I can't I can't believe that. Yeah, it wasn't like the command module
0: just. Oh, there they are. Let me. put on the brakes here yeah
2: exactly yeah Yeah, exactly
0: (laughs) yeah
2: you know and to me it's just like i i look at the entire operation i just think that's just it it's too risky of an operation to even attempt Mm -hmm. you know i'm saying like when you talk about like people's people's lives i guess but (laughs) you know that's why t- to me it, I just think that it makes more sense that it was hey we got to do this now so getting the hanger we're doing this mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. because there's logistically how do you pull that off well and the fact that it still
0: hasn't been done with the advancement of technology again. Exactly that's what's weird Yeah it hasn't <laughs> it's cause they recorded over all the tapes
2: they lost <laughs> all so they the tapes. forgot how to do shit, it shit how do we do this again Yeah You freaking conspiracy, QAnon, jeez, MAGA. But I mean, think about it. Like, so the temps, right, for the landing, like to get on the moon surface, the hottest part of the moon is the lunar equator, right? Two hundred degrees to two hundred and fifty degrees during the lunar day. Where did they land? Tranquility Base was like on the lunar equator. They like went to the hottest part of the moon and landed there. Mm. You know, it's like it's like the moon's Fiji. So yeah,
0: it's like okay. us coming. Yeah, it's um,
2: a it's like us coming to Earth for the first time, and we're like, oh yeah, see all that brown stuff right there? That that's where we want to land the Sahara Desert. Yeah, here we go, nine hundred <laughs> degrees with no water. That would be awesome. Perfect. Versus, uh, I think I'm going to land in Sweden. <laughs> yeah. Where's the greenery? Where it's like, you know, water's flowing, and yeah. it's beautiful and green and lush. And certain pumping CERN. out your <laughs> That's landing <Switzerland>. signal. <laughs> That's Switzerland, dumbass. Right here, motherfucker. I don't well, know. I just, I think that it, they're broadcasting this whole thing live if there was a catastrophic event and they're broadcasting this live quote unquote air quotes and something happens, you just lost all the, the whole world was watching and your credibility is gone. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yep. But if you succeed, you're now the tech dominance. You just like, you just flexed on everybody, dude, you got mm-hmm. tech dominance over the whole world. Yep. Cause you did it on national TV. You, did the unthinkable, and landed two dudes on the moon, got them off. Mm-hmm. And then they came back. Ooh. Got two dudes off. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Freaking Maga lover. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I just, I feel like that's just, to me, those, those things are, there's just too much there to, like, ignore. Mm-hmm. So... And it's big things, like that temperature with the film and and exactly all the electronics and And that's where i was going to go next is the film so i have a book here that's called dark moon apollo and the whistleblowers by mary bennett and david percy i was working at borders in la and found this book on my break and i read through it i didn't get a chance to read the whole thing but over several breaks i would just go grab it off the shelf and then i'd read
1: you never bought it
0: I guess you did.
2: So later. I did. Yeah, I was poor, still poor, but now I got a refrigerator in the garage. So that means you're not poor. But um, about a year and a half ago, a dude from our gym named Sam ended up being cool. He gave us uh, me a gift card to Amazon and I this popped in my mind. I was like, oh, dude, I need to buy that book. And they had just started printing this book again. Mm-hmm. So I picked it up. So thanks to Sam, I got uh, a copy of Dark Moon. And this is probably like a, I don't know, 600 page book. Um, it's pretty decent. I mean, it's child's play for most of the books that I read, to be Listen honest. Listen to this guy, <laughs> a fucking intellectual. Uh, it's 600 pages with the uh, index, I'm just saying. Um, and, and then the, it's and child's the play for X45. Yeah, X13B458. Yeah. <laughs> Big brain on X13B458.
1: <laughs>
2: um, but what really grabbed my attention about this book when I was looking through it Um, you know, 20 years ago when I worked at Borders was that the whole first couple chapters was just about the film, the cameras, the film stock and radiation. And I was uh, on the fence at that time, like, oh, yeah, I could see how it could go either way. And then when I started reading this, I was like, yeah, damn, there's no way there's no way we went. So I'm not going to read a bunch of this, but they have some like uh, summary captions that are in the throughout the chapters. And um, this first one I was going to read is called Vulnerabilities. And like I said, just for credit, this is Dark Moon and Apollo and the Whistleblowers by Mary Bennett and David Percy, who are probably both um, QAnon Maga lovers, <laughs> No, in my opinion.
0: Is there any chapters in there on Vietnam? uh <laughs> you well, know what there's not
2: this is garbage burn it thanks sam <laughs> she just ruined the whole episode <laughs> just joking um vulnerabilities a planet with no atmosphere or radiation protection is totally exposed to x-rays and other forms of galactic cosmic radiation radiation which is constant throughout space these conditions would fog the film seriously affect the results Excessively high temperatures alter any film characteristics and therefore its performance making it difficult to calculate the correct exposures. Lunar temperatures in the daytime, which lasts for approximately 14 Earth days, can be in excess of 200 degrees Fahrenheit. In the shade and during the lunar night, which approximately lasts 14 Earth days, temperatures can drop to below negative 200 degrees Fahrenheit, which we already talked about. The situation is also applicable to all areas wherever and whenever in the shadow. So any time that the astronauts would have been out of direct sunlight or in the shadow, that's where you get that negative 200 degree effect, right? Mm -hmm. There's no middle ground there. Yep, exactly. So there's a considerable variation of temperature from the lunar equator to the poles as well. So it can go very extreme, right? So that... In itself to me was another one of those things where it was like nail in the coffin. Like there's no way that dudes were actually on the moon because those spacesuits that they were wearing were cooled with like ice water basically, from what I read, is like a radiator of a car. Mm -hmm. And and shit. Yeah. They had like hoses and stuff like on the suits that they wore underneath those vacuum suits. And then the white was to reflect off all the sunlight, right? So now if it was truly two hundred degrees, cool, man, like you're staying cool in there because you got cool water pumping in there and you're reflecting off all the heat of the sun. But then as soon as you step into the shadow, you're now freezing your balls off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got an innie instead of an outy. <laughs> right? Well, okay. River river dick? <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Shurdy, shurdy. It. there was shrinkage <laughs> there was shrinkage um, but for real oh. it was in the pool <laughs> but for real like you know I mean and I guess you know going in between like you know the shadow or something like that maybe it's quick and it's just like you know you're not going to you know have I don't know I've never been there but maybe you wouldn't have like a crazy exposure but just those variances in temperature like how do you prepare for that mm-hmm. you know like I just don't see how that's even possible so then um the next excerpt i was going to read was called kodak care and this is from an eastman kodak brochure from the 1950s on film which they used eastman kodak film Mm -hmm. on the moon to take lunar pictures that are so famous now so this is from the brochure from the 50s protection from x-rays In hospitals, industrial plants, laboratories, all films, regardless of the type of packing, must be protected from x-rays, radium, and other radioactive materials. For example, films stored at 25 feet away from 100 milligrams of radium require the protection of 3.5 inches of lead around the radium. So, that's a lot of lead um Eastman brochure uh, Eastman Kodak brochure from the 1990s protected film from x-rays x-rays can fog unprocessed film when the level of radiation is high or when the film receives several low level doses because the effect of x-ray exposures are cumulative so was a picture in here where they showed the Chernobyl radiation nuclear or the meltdown the cleanup that they were doing Mm -hmm. and i'll see if i can find the picture for you guys but um the the picture's all fogged up on the edges uh because it was exposed to radiation while they were out there taking the pictures so you know there's a bunch of i don't know question on whether or not these guys were able to make it through the van allen radiation belt which there's some diagrams in this book about how thick the van allen radiation belt actually is like they're trying to say oh well they passed through it you know in the right angle and you know they were only exposed very very minimal amount of time blah 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 right mm-hmm. well in the book they talk about the van allen radiation belt basically extending uh several mm-hmm. thousand miles like a lot like mm-hmm. i can't even remember the exact um amount of miles but it was there's a the way that they had drawn the diagram in here, it basically looked like they would be flying through radiation the entire time. I mean mm. it was pretty damn intense. Um, the gateway to
0: hell that they call that, the Van
2: Allen belt. Uh maybe, yeah. I'm not sure. Um but I don't know, dude. I just think okay, so oh, there's the Van Allen belts right there, the cross section. So they're the inner and then the outer belt is those little... The C is the, the little C right there. you yeah. the inner and the Audi. Yeah. So, I don't know, dude. I mean, they talk in here about um, radiation exposure and, like, um, all the science behind that, like, the little things, and it's like... Dude, even, like, a hundred... I can't remember what they do the radiation in, but the the amount is so, it's like, it, it'll just kill you in like uh, one to seven days, you mm-hmm. know, if you're exposed too much of that stuff.
0: Yeah, I've heard them explain it away as um, they pass through it so fast that the exposure is high, but the length of time is low,
2: so it, it doesn't really affect them. But yeah. So, and then the other thing that they were talking about, their their radiation, is, um, so, when actor Michael, this is from the book, and when actor Michael Palin's crew filmed at the Earth's South Pole, the exterior temperature was about negative 22 degrees Fahrenheit, and he stated at the time that the cameras were seizing up due to the cold. We're not talking about Monty Python, Michael Palin, right? Or what? I don't know. Michael Palin, P-A-L-I-N? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it him? I don't know. Shit. But it just says for what, uh, you know, what chance for the an un- uninsulated un- Hasselblad uh, camera, you know, which is exposed to temperatures at like negative 180 to uh, 200 degrees, mm-hmm. you know, it's uninsulated camera. How is that thing even functioning? Yeah. You know. Hmm. And then re- the there's another clip here that says radiation realities on the moon's particle. Sorry, on the moon, particle radiation would fog the pictures and radiation would enter through the camera lens. So it doesn't matter. And another thing was in here, they talked about the actual cameras, how they couldn't have glass on board the spacecraft Hmm. for some reason. And it's something to do with like oxygen and the high saturation of oxygen that was in the cabin. And all that stuff for the risk of fires and stuff like that. So they couldn't have any glass on there for some reason. So the camera that they took didn't actually have a glass lens like normal cameras did. It was like basically like a form of plastic. Hmm. (laughs) So it's just
0: like... I mean, and that's the thing is people that are watching shit on TV would just assume that, oh yeah, everything works the same wherever you go. Mm -hmm. A camera is going to work the same. This is going to work the same, but... It ain't going to work the same wherever you go because everything is specific to your planet. Yeah. And everything that is built there. So nothing's going to work the same wherever you go.
2: Yeah. And they talked about, and that was one of the, the, the kind of, to me, it was just, like I said, it was one of the keys to where I thought, yeah, this, there's no way that this could have happened is um, they mentioned in this book about the, uh, uh, the film of the camera, the guy's actually using the F-stops for exposure, right? Because that's how, like, film cameras work. Like, kids these days, these Gen Zers, I have no idea. Like, I, did you guys used to have film in your fridge at your parents' house? Like, in like 30, 35 millimeter just, like, film rolls? Not in the fridge. Yeah, because no. you're supposed to see, keep that stuff cold.
0: And we did find that out after there was, like, 15 years of dad went and tried to or had it it, uh, developed Developed. and it was all doubled everything was doubled yeah the picnic in the middle of the picture you'd see both of them
2: yeah so you yeah you have to keep all that film like in within a certain temperature range so like my parents would keep the 35 millimeter film rolls in our fridge and then as soon as they were developed or as soon as it, it was done and you removed the film roll, right, because it couldn't get exposed to light, Mm -hmm. so it would be in that little tiny tube, those would go in the fridge, and then they would take them down and have them developed. And then you would still get some film, some pictures back that were, like, exposed wrong, and so they'd have, like, you know, whited out portions of the picture we had some of those when we went to Ozfest, remember Mm -hmm. when we got some of that film back and some of the pictures were all jacked up and stuff like that well that's just like film that's just exposure to sunlight right so the same thing happens to the film when it's exposed to like hot temperatures cold temperatures and radiation right which all of that would have been in space you would have been Mm -hmm. exposed to all that so i'm i agree with the authors of this book where they're like this is the most important mission of the of mankind right, of the entire world like the dudes are leaving the planet and going to land on another planet mm-hmm. right and they sent three dudes and none of them were trained photographers makes sense to me
0: it's all part of the training it was fine they did it they, they learned it don't worry about it
2: yeah and, and that's the thing is like the literally and some of the transcriptions that they they uh transcribed in this book they're talking to houston saying oh hey we're gonna throw a you know this stop or that stop and the photographers here on earth are trying to like think where they're at and then go yeah 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 that's the right exposure well how You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So how would you even know what the right exposure is? Because that was the thing about like the old days with film prior to just digital was that you had to have, you could look through the viewfinder, but you had to have your F-stop correctly or else your film would be overexposed or underexposed would be too light, too dark, too whatever. You know what I'm saying? You get crappy pictures. So that's why photography was really an art form. You know, like people go to school. I mean, Mm -hmm. mean, there's like, dude, like magazines, you know, like I don't know, like th- think of a magazine, a big magazine, um, Time, Time Magazine. <laughs> no, I'm thinking, no, I'm thinking something the more like National Geographic, like uh, Esquire or something. You know what I'm saying? Like a you know Playgirl, like, yeah, Playgirl. <laughs> you know, like those Dang. type of magazines where they they have renowned photographers mm. from around the world that they'll fly all over to come do photo shoots for. You know, this big oh, we're gonna have we're gonna have Beyonce here. We're gonna take mm. pictures and put her on the cover of, you know, this magazine, right? Yeah. So yeah, you just grab a couple pilots and be like, Hey man, take pictures. <laughs> yeah. Right? How does this work? It would be the same and- thing as reverse those roles where you need to actually fly somebody to the moon. You send a photographer that you just teach him how to fly the airplane for the first time. Mm-hmm. No, they grabbed guys that were like test pilots and dudes that were like the cream of the crop mm-hmm. for decades. You know, the best pilots out there.
0: And then have them with the cameras fixed to their chest, so they can't even see what. No viewfinder yeah. at all.
2: Yep. Yep. Got it. Yep. Exactly. Perfect shot. Perfect <laughs> shot. Yep. <laughs> Easy. And then the, a lot of those pictures became like the most famous pictures of all time. You know. Mm-hmm. But the last thing that I'll kind of mention here before we go into the real last thing, so fake last thing, <laughs> um, is the live, it was live from the moon, mm-hmm. surface of the moon. Do, do, we're, do, yeah, do, do, do. We're, we're, we got Neil and Buzz, and they're walking out now, and everybody's watching all over the world. And I'm like, Really? Because, like, I got a cell phone in 2022, and I drop calls every time I drive <laughs> through Eagle and Overland. <laughs> <laughs> Literally every time I drive through that intersection, I drop a call. Oh, yeah. You get Every single time. You get delayed text messages all the yep. time. And... Like, let's get a military guy on here and ask them about all of the operations they did in Afghanistan, where they were probably, you know, doing... Radio checks, comms, checks, and things like that. And, you know, back at the, you know, JSOC command, nobody could hear him. Yeah. It was all blurb. You know, and that's here on Earth, dude.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. But Using mm-hmm. a satellite in orbit.
2: Yeah. But, to to bounce back the communications here. Mm-hmm. Not just going straight to the moon and then back with no nothing in between. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I just... I cannot get behind that at all yeah uh, there's no way that the technology was that good dude i i can't even. my my f- tv won't even stream off the wi-fi from downstairs without dropping it like i'll be like watching discovery plus upstairs and it's just the phone just or the tv just takes a crap so but, it's your router and shit yeah, downstairs yeah yeah So I have to get another router upstairs. Upstairs to trickle down, or you have to have linked routers. Yeah, but I'm not rich. Yeah, so I don't have those either. Like three hundred bucks.
1: I don't know. To me, power line ones.
2: Yeah, to me, that just seems totally hokey. Mm -hmm. That they were able to live stream a film, them getting getting off of the lunar module and walking around on the moon, on TV here and there was no issues but this is the thing is
0: 1969 yeah and that's the the thing the time frame you're still coming out of like fucking leave it to beaverville and all this shit where (laughs) yeah believe everything you see on the television kids Mm -hmm. this is really happening believe this in the newspaper (laughs) Mm -hmm. now beaver yeah (laughs) i just
2: father loves beaver (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I don't know. To me, like I said, I just, I think that there's too many there's too many things stacked up against them to make this thing a real, real operation. They actually walked on the moon and all that stuff. At least that time, I'm still convinced. I don't think that they've ever been past the space space station. But
0: and, and that, I I totally I, think that is is all freaking spot on shit. And but then taking into account that. There could have been better technology than what. Mm-hmm. True. But that you go there and see some weird shit and be like, "Well, we can't tell the humans on the planet this." Yeah. There's some crazy shit going on, so everything's good. Everything's great. yeah. So they do, come do, back do, and do. they make a different and they, story and they they, they, they come and yeah. refilm it and mm-hmm. go, "Hey, this is what we did. Here's all these perfect pictures because we could get them." Yep or with professional people doing it
2: or it they did make it up there and then everything crapped the bed while they were there all the technology you know all the, the none of the pictures and all of that stuff but you have to come back and be like well we got to we got to pretend like we went right cause Well, we you, got we we went but we got to like pretend that we went to show that we went because mm-hmm. we have to we have to be the
0: superpowers yes. and we, we are the ones in control and,
2: and i think that there was like i said with the space race the technology race us versus the russians at the time you know everybody's kind of vying for you know that technological supremacy i see why you would fake it mm-hmm. like i get that, it you that, know what i'm saying why. like that's why because yeah. then you're not the underdog mm-hmm. like then everybody it's just like walking into prison right the first time like you find the biggest dude and you sock him in the face right that's what they always say yeah right yeah well, that's because you flexed on the biggest guy, and then everybody's like, "Yeah, well, that you yeah, no, he's pretty good." And they just like leave you alone. I, I, I guess that's what they say in the movies, but to me, that's like what it equates to—is like totally. you just got to flex on everybody to show how badass you are. It was just like the the end of World War II, like we we're in this do, 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 tit, for tat, tit for tat, tit for tat, tit for tat, and then finally just like, yeah, no, nuke Nagasaki and Hiroshima, and then it's all over. And literally, they flexed on them and everybody's like, "Okay, cool, man." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're done here. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's kind of what's going on right now with the, you know, Ukraine Russia thing, and everybody's starting to, you know, flex up, and it's just, I don't know if it's going to end up in a good spot because everybody's starting to
1: mm-hmm.
2: check me out, dude. Ooh,
1: yeah. ooh, like, ooh.
2: Where my dogs at?
1: Like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh.
0: Oh. That South Park episode where they'll turn into apes. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 BB's boobs destroy
2: society. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. The last thing that I was going to bring up was something that came up recently. It was a YouTube video that was just released. Unless you guys had something else you wanted to add to.
0: How no, dog? Go for
2: it. Uh,
0: does this video have anything to do with
2: Nom? Uh, <laughs> no. So therefore, it is all fake MAGA. What? A, no MAGA. MAGA. It's all. It's all QAnon BS. Okay, you so. QAnon. Uh, about three weeks ago. In fact, I think it was nine eleven is when it was actually released, which is kind of interesting timing. So mm-hmm. maybe this is fake. I don't know. There was a video that was released on YouTube, and it was entitled, I think, Moon Landing was a hoax, I believe. Let me get the uh, name of it real quick so that... So XB321579-er... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the up or yep. whatever the fuck that is <laughs> yep. it's called on on youtube it is moon landing hoax Confe- confession oh yeah moon landing hoax confession folks that's what you google or youtube it'll probably be gone soon The guy's named eugene gilmore uh he died february 13th of this year he made this recent uh deathbed confessional video he had cancer and was dying this was information that he had received from his father who died in 2002 oh and his father had a deathbed confessional about the moon landing being a hoax so eugene who just died this year his father was a military policeman that was stationed in cannon air force base in new mexico in 1968 Um. His father ended up dying of cancer in 2002 and made a deathbed confessional to him told him like hey this is what happened and don't tell anybody but i needed to tell you and so his son ends up getting cancer and as he's getting ready to die he makes a video gives it to another dude and says when you hear the news that i'm dead release this to the to the public put it on youtube or whatever put it on a website get it out there So his father, stationed as a military policeman, 1968, Cannon Air Force Base, was part of a project called Project Slam Dunk, which was authorized in 1968, according to him, by President Johnson, and that it took place at Cannon Air Force Base, that they had two hangars that were connected. And there was hundreds of dump trucks that were bringing in sand and stone. And then on top of it, they put cement powder on top of it to make it look like a lunar landscape. The inside of the hangars were uh, painted matte black. The ceilings were painted black. the the walls were painted black. In front of the hangar, there was these large canvas tents that kind of like uh, concealed. The inside of the staging area of this, of this thing. And his father was sworn to secrecy by the NSA as a threat of prison and all that stuff that he couldn't talk about anything that he saw there. And his father, father was one of three military police guards of this facility of this operation, this project slam dunk. And then he, he was a teenager when the moon landing happened in 1969. And he said that his father, his dad cried when he saw it on tv and he didn't understand at the time but then when his dad had the deathbed confessional he told him that he had cried because that was what they had filmed in the hangers was what he saw on tv and so he knew that it was he knew it was fake Hmm. because he saw them basically filming that so um his according to his father, there was only 15 people that were allowed in this facility by order of the president, and he names off the 15 people. Um, I wrote down the names here. I'm not going to run through all of them, but I'll just run through just a couple that were highlighted. And that was the first one was President Johnson, obviously. Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, Werner von Braun, and then Robert Eminger, uh, who was a known videographer for DOD at the time and then there was a couple uh, there was a general lieutenant colonel and then a doctor and some other people so um yeah according to his father president johnson showed up on the first day of filming and that the filming only lasted for three days Um, and then johnson left Um, this dude claims that he was visited so the the dude that made this video on youtube uh Eugene he claimed that he ended up being visited after his dad died several times by some sort of federal people that were threatening him and telling him that he you know needed to drop this stuff or him and his family would disappear yada yada and you know the black suits and black SUVs and stuff Fantastic like dog. the stuff that you and I experienced at one time <laughs> yeah. um cutting the phone lines the phone line getting cut out and so um yeah he said that somebody broke into his house and all kinds of stuff but watch the video if it's still up to me the guy seemed like he was being pretty genuine in the video like he didn't seem like he had a reason to lie i mean he's like not making money off of this he's dead now Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know yeah so i think that kind of fits like that that fits in the theory that works in my head in my little QAnon MAGA brain you know my <laughs> drain the swamp brain it's just it's uh it makes sense to me yeah that you would that I looked at this base on just on the, the google maps it's real tiny dude it's you know in between Amarillo Texas and uh, Albuquerque it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere it's a real small air force base you know, mm-hmm. kind of out of the middle of nowhere. Seems like that'd be a perfect place for something like that.
0: Yeah. Wasn't that the thing, too, in those
2: videos that there were no stars in the background? Yeah. <laughs> so and People are like, huh? They talk about that in this book, in Dark Moon, quite a bit about, like, the absence. They, they, they break down all of the pictures and talk about angles of shadows and all the science and stuff like that, which I didn't want to go too much into this because... You know, it's not about Vietnam, and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it just—you know—it's all fake news. Yep. So I don't know. To me, like I said, my opinion—I don't—I don't think that we—I don't think that we did make it there. You mug a motherfucker. I know.
0: I mean, to be fair,
2: it is Vietnam adjacent
0: yeah it's happening at the it's same time during <laughs> vietnam
2: oh i will actually tie this to vietnam because there that was one of the conspiracy theories behind the hoax moon landing was that it was to draw people's attention away from the war in vietnam so ipso facto it had to do with vietnam suck on that yep <laughs> x13 b45 eight suck on that One two three four, five, six, eight. whatever uh 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 mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you're non-binary bs so i don't know that's where i'm at i i i just think there's too many things that say that you physically couldn't do it and then there's reasons why you should say that you did it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's for that technological supremacy oh yeah absolutely yeah it's just like the osama bin laden raid right Big dick, dog. Big dick in the house. That's what it is. <laughs> well, think about like the the going and killing UBL, right? Yeah. Because there's people that say that he died in Tora Bora. There's people that say that he died way, you know, in the, early on in the war and he that died, all of. The, he
0: died of kidney
2: failure. Yeah, and that there was all of those videos that were just archived and they were just trying to keep the spirit of, of the dude alive and, you know, through their jihad and stuff like that. And then. You know, DevGrew goes in there and smoke the dude and then throw his body out to sea. Boom, boom, boom. It's all said and done. Make some movies, no write some books. Yep. Yeah. Like, I could see how that maybe didn't happen, but maybe the reason why you would want to say that it happened is because you you need that, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe yep. we need to get someone from that uh, squadron to come on here and just air it out, man, because they're probably... We, we can get, uh, get, get O'Neill on here. probably yeah. <laughs> wouldn't be
0: we aired we'd probably all have our necks snapped. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> It'd be like a fucking
2: three-way autoerotic <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we ever die of autoerotic asphyxiation, it was a murder, just so you guys know. <laughs> murder suicide. <laughs> Luke Luke killed us and they killed himself. <laughs> take that (laughs) you're gonna be able to move my fridge this weekend
0: (laughs) Uh, god damn seems to me that I'm on call this weekend
2: (laughs) anyway but yeah so I don't know I think I think that it's I don't know I don't I think that's the reason why they're trying to redo this stuff right now they're trying to send Artemis up there they're trying to send more crewed flights I think they're trying to Trying to replicate it because now maybe they maybe now they got the technology to do it, but mm-hmm. I don't about, think that we had it. It's all about it in dicks, yeah. That's it is, yeah. Look what we did, oh, oh, oh. yeah. It's just like you guys making heavy riffs, dude. You guys just trying to out flex the other dude that's making heavy I'm riffs, just trying to impress everybody. <laughs> here. Mm-hmm. That was the theme for tonight, yeah.
0: Flexing dicks heavy riffs heavy riffs flexing dicks that's right that sounds like
2: a good band name good album name there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yes so that's yeah. all i had you guys have anything to add on that that was good we, i think uh not that i, I think would you read made a book. pretty good case yeah
0: not that i would read a book but that sounds like a good one yeah, yeah. since we don't read books yeah as especially as if it's Maga. not about
2: vietnam yeah my god unless it's about vietnam and dreaming draining the swamp yeah. um and then like i said the youtube video maybe it's bs i don't know maybe the guy made it up it showed up on my feed i watched it made sense to me kind of in my mind in my Mm -hmm. little maga mind but this is all you do you throw shit out and let people make up their own minds yeah even if you are a total troll lib x13 b45a it's just a bunch of numbers math equation yeah, maybe they'll like next week's episode because all we're going to do is talk about music. Yeah. B.S. Probably not. Though. Probably not. They'll probably hate us and hate, yep. hate Lux, too. Yep. We're going to drag Lux down with us. Yep. Sorry, dude. Sorry, bro. Shouldn't have come on. <laughs> Shouldn't have talked about the brown note. You've been tainted, dog. Anyway, you guys got anything else? Just a huge boner. I knew it. I knew you had one. It's only hitting right. my face right now, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quit knocking my drink over, bro. <laughs> All right. Next week we'll hopefully be talking with Lux. if not, then we'll come up with something to talk about and then the week after we'll talk to Lux. But at some point is we'll talk already? to him. Huh? Is that already next week? Bro, I don't know. It was like the twelfth or the nineteenth. Do though. the math, dude. I don't, no, I don't know. Where are you at?
0: fourteenth is Friday. Jamie,
2: what what day is it gonna
0: be? Fourteenth is Friday, seventeenth is Monday.
2: Holy shit, that is
0: already next week
2: okay you need to get on it dude send him an email figure out what's going on man sup dog other than that make sure that uh, you like your uh, QAnon conspiracy theorists MAGA lovers give us good reviews yeah eat your meat sticks eat your meat sticks don't hate on us what do you want get
1: your pudding
2: and uh, we'll talk to (laughs) you all next week cheers later later